Yeah, we're on. Yeah, I see somebody. Oh, I hear that. Yeah, you're going to. Oh, too fast. You know what shouldn't happen? The husband and the boys are sitting at the table saying the Haggadah to it and doing, and the woman is scurrying back and forth to the kitchen to see if the food is ready. Inappropriate. No, I'm, I'm, I'm very serious now. I'm not talking about women's rights. Your participation in the table is more important than his participation. There's not one mitzvah of this Lael Seder, not one, that is only for men. And I just want to point that out. But the reason I want to say about, yes, it does say in the Haggadah that, what's the matter? But you're moving the things? But don't you have to plug it in? Yeah, good right here. No. Okay. So I just I don't want to even make a lot of time on this. So you'll read the first page, you'll show it to your husband. Uh you know, it does say that there's a minimum to say the you know, those three things, we'll get it again. But don't do it that way. Don't do it that way. You really should be part of the Haggadah as much as you can. I mean, do what you want, but I'm just telling you, if you have a chiyuv, you have a chiyuv, by the way, also, can I just say a lachim thing? The cups that we drink, the women of Hayab, just like men, are connected to four parts of itself. The first cup is kiddush, the second cup is magid, hence we say, Bore Priya Gepin again. You know, you don't say from the first one. The third is Brikat Amazon, and the fourth is Halel. Okay, I, I don't be upset. You can't drink the cups unless you do the thing. You understand? Which means the cups are connected to the actions. So you say kiddush, you say drink the cup. What's halacha? Can I take four cups and go one, two, three, four? My yosin the next one? No, those four cups are connected to the activities. So not to say the haggadah and then, honey, it's a cup time. <laughs> if you'd ask a rabbi, not me, I would say you're not allowed to make a bracha. You didn't do the magid. What are you, what are you making a bracha for? He didn't say because of my songs. What do you say? He didn't say hello. What do you say? So please understand it's, it's big, not just because I think ladies are important. It's big to the point that number four. And you can turn to your voice at the table and say, What's the big number tonight, guys? You can do anything. <laughs> Go to a hotel. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, but it's really big. It's really your hot. Done. The next question is, is one that I like to do a lot. I want to go deeper. So there are four questions in the Manishtana. Right? Matzah, we know why we eat, don't eat, Chamez, Matzah, actually we don't know, we do know, we don't know, we're going to get to that soon. But something bothered me as a young child. Tonight, we dip twice. And they make a huge deal about the dip. Now, if you're in the Ashkenaz world now, dips the mainstay of our you have no concept. Okay. Shabbos now. We serve the fish and like 80 different dips come out. If you don't have dips at your Friday night table, you're not religious. So, so obviously you know what dips are. Yeah. You should go to any store that I see all the different dips. Well, dip twice, right? We did once in over like here we go. Right? We do the carpas. You go to that thing. The carpas in the carpas in salt water and the maror in the chalot. 
Why would make it such a big deal about it? That it made it to, to the mashtab. Yes. Oh, Avi, it's symbolic. And what is it symbolic of? And what is so important? And what are we going to tell our children about the things? You have no problem. Okay, ready? We'll get to that. Yes, 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 very good. Now, first of all, it just says, it seems that dipping is an important part of the Passover Seder. Okay, salt water, nice, because they cry. We got that? Okay, we got that. Haro said, it represents the mortar. Other people said, you know about this whole thing with the apples? You guys put apples in your Haro said? Yes. Yes, no, no, yes. Okay, yes, no. Okay, okay, okay. Let's not fight about this, all right? <laughs> apples are very good. They're appealing. So, it is a reference, by the way. I don't know how this works because I never gave birth to a child. Other rabbis contend that the Rosen is a reference to tapua, a fruity plant mentioned in the Song of Songs in the Talmud, that's often interpreted as an apple tree. In one story, Jewish women in Egypt evaded prohibitions enforced by the pharaohs against giving birth to males by delivering their babies in apple orchards. You want to try that? Next time you have a baby, go to an apple orchard, see how it goes. Why am I bringing this? This one's interesting. But once and who are we talking about? Women. The whole Mitzrayim story from beginning to end. And then it continues, of course, in the Mibar. But what's the Zapuach? Kaba is, is a, a, a very strong, like poison. Other people say that, which was what you thought? Kaba. Kaba is a bitter, very bitter. Other people say that we use the charoset in order to take away the bitterness of the marah. Nice. These are all sideshows. That's why we have the charoset. That's why we have the salt water. What's with the dipping? Okay? All right. So for those who don't know, let's start with the first reference. Very first. We're okay back there? Famous, yes. Anybody there? They're good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a lot of them. There's a lot of them here. Big yeah, big audience. You don't want to see me. <laughs> oh, 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 very good, very good. So the first concept of dipping is, okay, let's say it together. First concept of dipping is when Yosef was sold, was, was uh, sold by his brothers, and they told Yaakov that he was dead, and they took his coat, right? It's uh, and they dipped it in blood. Everybody knows that story? Now I want to show you a word in Rashi. You ready? That's the story. Number four on page two. Yisrael ahavet Yosef Yikofanav, kibetz kunim hulo, vasalo kutomet pasim. Ready? Pasim. You got to look at the Hebrew part of Rashi. Lashom klimila. Very nice. Kimo, like it says in Esther, pasim. What's the word after that? Say it again. Karpas. Karpas. Whoa, like Wordle. Karpas. <laughs> so it seems that Kutonet Pasim is called Karpas. And the next reference, Vayikhu et Kutonet Yosef, Vayishchatu, Seir Izim, Vayitbilu et Kutonet Badam. Yo, I'm getting a little excited. I got a Karpas and I got a dip. Does it mean anything? Is it connected? Pretty interesting. Should we stop the class now? Let you... No. Okay, very well. Is there another tipping? Let's see. We now go to Shemot, Exodus. Now, 
the Jewish people had to uh, slaughter a set, right? Korban Pesach. It was a big deal, correct? Next page. Page three. How you notice that you're in the advanced class or page three already? That's how you become advanced. You skip everything in the middle. It's not just the Korban. There's a very important activity that needs to take place. Should we guess what the activity is? Which part of the Korban Pesach, besides the slaughtering, was really, really mucho important? The class is yeah, the blood. Where did the blood end up? On the doorpost. As a matter of fact, the entire the holiday is called Pesach Kipasach Alabatim, right? Which we already learned. It's not that God needed to know which house is which, right? He had the, you know, he knew exactly. It's that we had to show that we are sacrificed and dedicated to God. We're not afraid of the Egyptians. Now, how did the blood get on those doors? They dipped. Whoa, pass over dip. Let's take a look. We'll look at that, and you should take again. The psukim are Hashem talking. We always have to point that out. This is not Hashem talking. It's my computer talking. But the psukim, they're there. We'll look at them. Agudat. What's the word agudat mean? A bunch. Agudat. You ever hear Agudat Israel? Why are they called Agudat? It's It's going to be a key word here. What's an Azov? Yeah. Is that how to say it? Anybody know how to say it? Is it Hissop? Is it Hisop? Hissop? Hissop? Yes, it's a, it's a lowly grass. It's a very cheap, lowly grass. So take a bunch of hyssops. Let's see, maybe we should pull our kid. Hey, hyssop. And there it is. What's that word? What's that word? Utsin And dip it in the blood of the Korban Pesach. Shebasach, Bigatem, Alamashkov. So now let's get a little. Oh, yeah, and then of course, Hakimov, Hakimov. Once you dip it into the blood, you put it on the door, and therefore, So we see that an important step, an important step, right, before God saves us, the Pesach, is we need to go through this process of taking the blood of the Korban Pesach, dip it in with a group, uh, not a group, what do we say? A bunch of hyssops. We don't like hyssop. No, it says hyssop. It says of hyssop. A bunch of hyssop. How do you say many hyssops? Oh, you said it! Okay, here we go. Got it. Does this mean anything, girls? Is there is there any concept of this tibila? So the rabbi computer says the two dippings, this is by the way, is Rabbi Friend. The two dippings remind us that the exile began as a result of Joseph's derogatory reports against his brothers and responsive hatred his brothers felt toward him, and that their redemption mandated that they take this bundle of 
an allusion to our unity as a nation. That's why it says Aguda. I did not say why Hisab yet. I'm saving that. I'm saving everything gets uncovered. But Agudat Hisab, which means Hashem is saying, You want me to save you? You know how you got here in the first place? Because you weren't nice to your brother and your friend. That's how you got here. You want to leave? You got to change it too, man. You got to take the Agudat, which means the second, is he going to say it? Yeah, no. Which means, watch my thumb, second dip takes care of the first dip. If we do the second dip the way we're supposed to, right, which is united, that tefillah is, is, is not takes away, but it you know, obliterates the original tefillah, which was sinat him. How are we doing so far? So now the dips are a little deeper. It's not so pashut. And you should share this with your kids, but we're not talking. Here we go. How do I know? How do we know? This you should know. I say this every Tishaba. How do we know that that was a problem in Mitzrayim? Maybe it was just Yosef. Maybe it was years ago. Why is Hashem giving Musar to the Jews to change now? Very famous Pasuk, and it's a little scary. You remember that it says that Moshe came out, you know, he came out to see the Jewish people. The first day he sees a Jew being hit by an Egyptian, and what does he do? He kills the Egyptian, he buries him in the sand. The next day, two Jewish men are fighting. Why are we fighting? We have an enemy that's killing us, the Egyptians. Who remembers their names? So there's Datan Aviram and Dasan Aviram, but they're the same people. The same people. Yeah, Moshe is beyond him. Jew fighting? Right? And he says, why are you doing this? Their response. You know that kind of response when somebody tells me you know, doing something. What do I say? Who made you? You know? Yeah. Who made you, Mo? Yeah, your business. Then they said something really bad. Are you going to kill me like you killed that Egyptian yesterday? How did they find out? Jews find out everything. <laughs> and they are <laughs> they are blackmailing or they're, they're threatening Moshe that they're going to go tell on him. Did they dress like Jews? No, they were Jews. That's not by Moshe, please mark it. You've never seen, heard this. Listen carefully. Moshe was fearful. By Yomar, and he said, "Achein no da Indeed, the matter has become known. So most rabbis learn the matter that he killed the Egyptian. Right? Listen to Rashi. Bring some midrash. Can I do the Hebrew? No dali adavar shehayiti tamal. Now I understand. <laughs> What I didn't understand. Why are the Jews suffering so much that they're slaves and being oppressed by the Egyptians? Now I know. Because they fight. Because they don't do nice things. And they ended up, by the way, tattletailing on Moshe. So what do we see here? That Moshe noticed 
that the infighting among, I don't want to talk bad, but they weren't getting along. Russian, bad thing. By the way, quickly, just to imagine, if this would have been the Shabbat, I would have spent much more. Okay, this is a little weird, but here it goes. Ready? One of the ways that Jews get oppressed is because of their propaganda. Years ago, blood libel, Hitler, yada yada. Bad propaganda is saying lies about something. So there's a very famous rabbi, Rabbi Sofer. Some Sofer says, if we talk lush and horror about Hitler, then God, midah, connected midah, allows people to talk lush and horror about us. So if we want to be saved from bad things, we should be careful not to say bad things. Side So you see, you see, that was an issue. It started with your sex dip, and it's continuing. And therefore, I offer you. Hashem is saying to them, you gotta dip the second dip. And when you dip the second dip, it's gotta be an aguda. And if you do that, and you change your attitude towards people, put it out the door, then I'll take you out of the door. And that's why we have two dips. I'm not done. We did not explain the history. I got the aguda. What do I get? Grass is grass. Who cares? Why is he calling his own? Why is that so important? Guess what? In this week's Parsha, how sick is that? Make this up. Parsha? Mitzorah. Or Mitzorah. This week's Parsha, we got a hyssop. This hyssop is like, where's Waldo? It's all over the place. Anybody know where's the hyssop in this week's Parsha? With a dip. Mitzorah. Is the second half of Tazria. The Torah means Tzara'a, leprosy. Everybody knows, learned, leprosy was a result of a person being inappropriate to somebody. When he's done his purification, there is a process. Now you can turn the bank. Yeah, you got to turn this one. Got to go to four. And this is this week's part. Zotia Torah, Tamit Torah, Yom most of the Kohen, and he plays, um, gets the process. You guys know this, we always talk about the two birds, but now I'm gonna, hmm, I'm gonna something else. Ready? He brings Shtei Tziborim, he brings two birds, Chayot Tzohorot. Oh, look what's happening, look what's happening. Eight Erez, something new, something new. What's an eight Erez? Guys, the English is there, guys. That's a cedar tree, a piece of it. You don't take a whole tree. Yeah. Something new, something new. A strip of crimson wool coming from a tolat. What's a tolat? A worm. Some red concept. And our favorite word. There it is. It's some cups again. It's a very, very little graph. Deep graph. Got it? Crimson's red. Yeah. So I didn't do it. I will not leave any stone unturned today. God, I'll get to red. But there it is. And, okay, so first of all, this is very cute. I think it's nice that uh, everybody remember this? No? The English? Why a bird? Why a bird? What does a bird do? The Twitters, the chatters. Yeah, so, okay, Twitter. Okay, very nice. He slaughters one of the birds, 
And he takes the other bird, lets it go free. We can do that some other time. That's not what we're doing today. Right? You take the bird that you're going to let go. What's the next word? There you go. It's being dipped again with red and cedar. We'll get to that. And then you let the bird go. Okay, so for those who remember why you let the bird go, because your mouth really could do a lot of beautiful things. So we kill the part of the mouth that's not a good thing, and we let it go. Got it? What's the symbolism? Look at the English. The Midrash provides a fascinating insight into the significance of cedar and hyssop in this offering. Shlomo Amalek says, why is the leaper purified by the means of the tallest and lowest trees? Because through making himself lofty like the cedar, a man is smitten with leprosy. But when he makes himself small and humbles himself like the Hitzah, right? He is healed. Bingo! So the Torah opens our eyes here. What does Hitzah stand for? Be humble. Because when we're not humble, when we think we're king of the world, we talk bad about other people. We don't, we don't. When you're humble, you appreciate everything. That's what the Hitzah is there for. So let's connect the dots, girl. God said, take the what? You need the Azov. You need the Azov. I'm sorry. You need the Abuda. How do you get close? By being an Azov. By being an Azov. By not having a big ego. And therefore, that's what the dipping is on Pesach to counteract the first dipping. How are we doing? Much deeper than we thought about. Right? Yeah. Connection between Pesach and Tisha B'Av. Can I just tell you what night is Pesach starting this year? Friday. Do you know what Tisha B'Av is going to be? Friday night. Yeah, it's, a, it's a push off to Sunday. Every single year, the first night of Pesach is the night of Tisha B'Av. Every year. Because Pesach is the antidote to Tisha B'Av. Tisha B'Av was because of Sinat Chinam, and Hashem is telling us that Pesach was how we stopped and therefore we got out of this world. Fascinating. So that's the connection between them, etc. Okay, we got it. Okay. What did I leave? Oh, by the way, can we go to the sideshow? You guys should remember this because I said this another time. Rabbi Tversky has a fit. If, if, you, okay, if you have moments to read certain funny, if one of them says Rabbi Tversky, I was not alive before, you should read it. He was a fascinating man and brilliant. He said something so nice. He said that it was an eight Erez, right? The, 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 the cedar tree and a hisap, right? And we learned Pashut because if you walk around like a what? Like a cedar tree, right? Then don't be, become a hisap, right? He said something different. Anybody remember? He said something different. Yeah. He said people bash other people for two possibilities. Either they think they're an eight Erez or maybe they think they're in nothing. Sometimes you don't have any self-respect, you don't have any self-confidence, you bash other people to make yourself feel better. So he doesn't learn it as a, as a two opposing going from one to the other. He learns it as two reasons why sometimes people don't treat other people nicely. Interesting, no? But you can take it any way you want. Either one page. Okay. What did I do? What did I do? The crimson guys, the crimson. I didn't take care of the red. Whatever. Yeah, I'm thinking about the cooking. Are you thinking about the cooking? Uh, <laughs> by the way, no. 
I'm not going to read it. The best thing I could tell you is uh, okay. we're going to talk about Trump. All right, here we go. What am I going to do about the crimson? Why is there a crimson color in the Torah? No? Rose. No blood. So there's a pasuk in Yeshayahu. Guess what? It's a tissue ball. Oh, Rudy. This is crazy. This is crazy. I love Torah. So this is Yeshayahu talking about Hashem is not happy with us because of we're not getting along with other people. You should remember this. We say this on Tisha When you spread your hands, that's like I'm not going to look at you. You want to come to Shul? Say to Hillim, I'm not listening, God says. Because your hands that you're spreading up to me have blood on them. No, 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 no. It's not the blood of the lives. Yeah. Because I said, no, no. Hashem said, it says, it says in the Pasuk, don't speak like Shul Ratz. God's not so what does Hashem say? Be better. Be should be spot. Be well. Nice. Let's debate, says Hashem. Let's hack you. If you become better and your sins prove to be what? Like crimson. That was the crimson. Which means you could do Teshuvah. Well, you know, step up, change it around. If your sins are like red, they will become what? White. In Yadimu Katola, it just says it again. Yuri, Yuri, reference to the color red. Give me a great question. Come on, girls. A cookie. In a bakery, two opposites. What is it called? Thank you. It's a black and white. You don't buy a red and white. Black and white are opposites. Red and white are not opposites. So why isn't God saying if you would be, you know, black like something? The tummy is a racist. I don't know why. Why is God not saying black and white? Who remembers? You ready? Get the blood out. No blood. The only time that I feel bad because even in high school, a person will actually do Teshuvah is if they start to be embarrassed about what they've done. Red leads to white. Black doesn't lead to white. It's a beautiful picture. The first step is to say, I did something. I'm sorry. I recognize the fact that I did something. If a person walks around bashing other people, saying things that are hurtful to other people, sometimes they don't even know what they just said. They're not even sorry about what they just said. They don't even have a feeling of, I should say something. So you got to bring a little red into the Tzarat. A little red. You got to get, humble is nice, but you got to feel something. You got to feel, oh my gosh, what did I just say? That was awful. I stopped. The phone has made this concept more challenging. Um, just 60 seconds. People don't even think. Uh, you know, I should have had it. Great, but no, no, I have something I want to show you. But it's a great thing. Whatever. 
you know, you don't even think. Maybe, oh, maybe this is something that shouldn't be said. Are you embarrassed? I don't even want to talk about wording words now. The kids are not embarrassed at all to say certain words. We're not embarrassed to talk like that. Probably used to tell me if I had my mother used to tell me if I walk out with a stain on my shirt, I'm not embarrassed. I think we're way past that today's generations. Okay, enough. So, so that's the whole package. Okay, so that's the whole story of the two tickets. Much more than we think it is. And if you want to share that, I'd love for you to share that with your family. You don't have to go. But definitely refer to the Yosef and refer to that. Good. Guess where else it goes? Matzah. What's so bad about Chametz? That is such a bad thing. Do you know that Chametz is 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 um, the sort the only sort that has three sort of let hole you can't have hana that means that if I have a piece of non-kosher meat how did I get that so my Italian partner thought it would be nice for Christmas he sent me a huge piece of pork can I feed it to my dog yes yeah Tori says non-kosher meat cannot be eaten you could enjoy. They come in. Yeah. yeah. They think it's somebody else. Mm-hmm. Everybody got me? So it's a I'm sorry. Okay, so they can. Not Hamed. Hamed, right? Not Hamed. No, someone sends you a cake. Right. How about, how about dog owners? Dog owners must feed your dog kosher for Passover items. Fish. Kosher for Pesach. Yeah. Because why? You're enjoying the Chavetz. You can't hold it. Can't have, oh. The third is something that's almost never, there is no other Easter, I think. So maybe I'm a Basara, maybe. And that is you can't have it in your possession. Even if you don't see it, if I have a house in Israel and the Chavetz is in the closet, unless I do something and sell it or be tool, it's Asur. So Chavetz is like, whoa, it's like, whoa. So the question arises, let's say I taste that meat and milk, <laughs> terrible, bless you, bless meat, meat and milk is like awful for your spirit, it's awful for your life, it'll make you spiritually blind, yeah, 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 got it, I sold it. Commence Friday morning next week, a week from this Friday. Please come to Avenue J and see what Bagel Hole looks like. <laughs> bagel Hole? They make, they make a mint that morning because no woman wants to have this in their house. So they make ready-made bagels to go and everybody eats in the streets. So it's, it's nine o'clock. It's okay. It's kosher, beautiful, bracha, hamotzi. It's not bad for myself. Ten. A minute Saturday night, next Saturday night. No, no. And now let's have a party. So we need to think. So it can't be. It's got to be something connected to this. So we actually learned the first answer. First answer is, let's take a look right here. The Sefer Achinuch says, number 10 on page 5, wow. Like a person impressed with his own magnificence, Chamez is inflated full of itself. Let's look at the Gimarach. Lefi shahaseor magbiya atzmo. The yeast in the flour raises itself and inflates itself. 
Because Pesach is about being humble. We just proved that point. And the Seor, the yeast, inflates itself to teach us Kitoavat Hashem Kol Giva Lev. Toavat Hashem abominates a person who thinks they're everything. Ego is the biggest enemy of Hashem. Like you know, what I've said a thousand times, ego stands for edging God. So now, not only is the Yosef dipping, helping me with the what? With the dipping, but it's explaining matzah. And it's explaining why only on best. Bread's okay, I'm okay with that. But you can't eat bread on best. Because bread symbolizes inflated ego. You got it? We're going to go for more. Why so much obsession over the tiny scrub? Girls, I'm going to try to see if I can get this to work. This is a Charlie Harari that's phenomenal. Oh, come on, man. Okay, girls, give me a set. Yeah? It was, I know, you know, you know how it is. You know how it is. You know how it is. Password. Password also, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Girls, Charlie asks. Such, I, I, I love this type of stuff. I'm going to set you up. First of all, he has great optics. You should show this to your kids. Here's his question. Go, go, me. It's a great question. You should ask this question. At the we eat, I didn't know the question. We eat the matzah. We eat matzah because you're going to say it, right? Because they didn't have enough time for the dough to rise. Girls, did anybody ever make a challah? How long does it take the dough to rise? Maybe. Maybe. Jeez. You're telling me that after all the 210 years of it's right, right? That's his question. God couldn't fit in another 45 minutes or an hour? That's ridiculous. How do we sell this to kids? That's a great answer. Nice. Which has the word Mitzah, 
which means constraints. We all have constraints, aspects of our lives that lack areas in which we feel unable to grow and change. It was a lot relationships of relationships in our frustrations, appointments, and failures that we see in ourselves and others. We're all looking for a certain freedom in these constraints, for a path out of that environment, that personal project towards the promised land. Many times, the opportunities that we're looking for are the ones that can change our lives to present themselves right before our lives. There's a moment that requires us to step up at work, at home, faithful in our community. We see it, and we know that it brings us a little bit closer to grace. But there's catch. These opportunities have one thing in common. They're catch. Growth moments are almost always wrapped in the same way. In challenge, in difficulty, in discomfort. Why? So that works. Greatness is uncomfortable. If it were easy, it wouldn't be great. And those moments present themselves for starters. We know we should be grateful. We don't want to. We should make it that we should be helpful. We should learn more. We should be more patient and kind and generous and tolerant, but it's too hard. We're so tired. So we come up with the appropriate response. Later, I'll do it. Like, oh, I want to, and I'm going to. But at the end of the day, it's almost the weekend. Actually, after the holidays, when the kids are out of the house, you don't want to be partner. No effort on the time. It's very low, right? No work. Right here is the first step in that. That's the best statement. It doesn't just commemorate how we went to 2,000 years ago. Symbol of how to get out of Egypt every day of our lives. God deliberately rushed the Jews out to teach us that freedom doesn't wait until it's more convenient. It happens now. Greatness stems from a lack of You run to opportunities. You don't want things to death of the See that difference between matzah and homage, right? Comment is later and matzah is now. Maybe that's why those are the symbols of Passover, the holiday of freedom. Because they remind us that things can arrive at meaning. But Egypt or promise them is really determined by one thing our reaction challenge, our willingness to either delay or engage the opportunity of others. Harmonies or not. I think You're also saying, right? Simply, first of all, because the question is a solid, it's a solid question. And especially when you teach, when I teach or you talk to uh, high school people, they appreciate the fact that we just don't rouse over something that doesn't make sense. I also love the fact, and we always say this in our classes, that none of our holidays are commemorative holidays. No, I'm not doing things now because they did it 4,000 years ago. Because when you try to sell that to a child, who cares? No, no, no. It's now. If you miss it, I just want to make sure you get it because it's going to go for the next one. Mitzrayim. What is the Shoresh word? It's Tzach. Oh, let me sing you a song. Kolalom, Kulo, Gesher, Tzar, Tzar. Tzar is tight. 
People need to get out of their tightness of whatever anxieties they have, whatever issues they have. Yitziat Mitzrayim. Let me talk about something that I easily talk about. My weight. I go up and down. I struggled years with dieting. How many times have I said, I, I, I can't, I, I just, I went to the loft, I said, that's it, I'm not eating forever. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't have to open up my belts. Right? So what do I say? I go home, two hours later, there's a piece of cake there. You know, <laughs> uh, you know what? After, after this. I'll do it before the wedding. He's so right. Hashem said, Yitziat Mitzrayim, when you're ready, now, not even a second. Not even a second. I'm sorry? No, but that's what he's saying. He says, no, no sorry. I, I, let's talk about myself again. No, when I feel like a pig after the loss, I'm ready. I am ready then. So that move, that makes it do something, that's the key. And when you have the inspiration, he said, make the call. I've had that in my life. How many times have kids that just came off seminar again? Every seminar we have Tish and at Tish, it's inevitable that at least three kids are going to say, I shouldn't spend more time with my grandma. I really wanted to go. Awkward, guilty. I should go tomorrow. You feel that? Go. Make the call. Girls, you, you, you had a fight with somebody? I'm sure you and, and you're hesitating to make the call. And all of a sudden, you feel a little guilty, right? It's there. And you're, you know, not, not, not like, you know, she's probably learning now. Oh, she's a tennis. I can't hold <laughs> Okay. All right. That's just it. Oh, Yes. Right. Don't let the, the, the mitzvot, matzos and mitzvot, with that mindset, I want to tell you the thing that I, this, this I always say, and it's so deep, and if you share this, because again, it makes the concept of chametz. So we talked about the chametz inflates, and therefore it's ego. We did that. Inflation is the top weapon of our harshest enemy. Who is our number one enemy? It's not, not Putin. Who's our number one enemy? Our personal. It's called the Yetzer Arad. And what is the Yetzer Arad? How do I know I'm right? Because, look at this, you can more about the bottom of five, because everything has a source. Rashi says, Chamet, have you seen? Five, it's 11 next week. Chamet represents the Yetzer Arad. Okay? Seor Shiva The yeast in the bread is Yetzer Hara. Girls, why is Chametz considered the Yetzer Hara? Ready? Let's turn the next page. The very first time we learned about a Yetzer Hara was an external Yetzer Hara. And who was that? Come on. The Nachash, right? And Hashem says to Chaban Adam, do not eat this tree. Look what the Nachash says. He's very, very smart. Very good. Vav, Vatere Aisha, the woman saw Kitov Haeitz Lemaachal. It was good for food. How did she know? Because it looked great. Who made it look great? The Yetzahara makes it look great. It's not great. It's a lie. It's an inflation. Next. Tava. There is the word Tava. Tavan means desire, physical desire. 
And everybody knows, Zayin, after they ate, both of their eyes were open and they noticed that they were naked. Most of the rabbis say, what do you mean they opened their eyes? They weren't blind before, but they were blind because the Yetzirah makes it look like unbelievable stuff. And that can't happen. You guys with me? Was that through Pesach? <laughs> what are we celebrating on Pesach? Freedom. 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 If I ask you, to describe freedom, not honesty, because you'll say the right thing. Give me a high school kid. Describe freedom. No work, no school, no responsibilities, driving 80 miles out an hour with a girl on the chair. <laughs> That's the most depressing life I could think of. Rabbi Irving Buden, very special in this I heard this from him. He described this like guitar strings. And I play guitar, so I was very into it. If you play guitar, what you have to do is put the guitar string in and you have to tweak it. You have to tweak it. You have to tighten it to the point that you want to get it to work. If you don't tighten the violin string and the guitar string, you hear beautiful music is made when you tighten things. Then the shaman needs to be tightened. So on the holiday, it's here, I'm just running late. On the holiday that we separate, that we celebrate Chayruz, don't fall for the Yetzirahs that that's freedom. That's not freedom. It's not. Okay, I hope I don't say it because I don't know what I'm going to do. I've spoken to certain men who are not getting married. Now they're different. And God says, that's not freedom. I mean, think about it. Is it easy to be a mother or a father? No, no. Is it easy to have the kids? No. But what's life without kids? What's life without a family? What's life without things? Everything in Judaism is like that. Shabbat is like that. You speak to anybody who really keeps Shabbat the way they should. They're never going to give up. It's beautiful. But you can't, but you can't. You're not free to watch. You're not free to go. You're not free to do. You can't do it. It's not freedom. And the Yitzhahara works on us. Works on us. You got it. Okay, so it says in here, we see, we says 13. Again, this is Rabbi Eliyahu Dessler. He's a very, I mean, it's not a lot, but very deep thinking man. I see it on page six, number 13. Pesach is not only a celebration of a star. Again, oh, thank you, thank you. Yes, we're not just celebrating because that's what it happened. We're celebrating what do we do today to be free? Freedom in ourselves. Right? Says the English, spiritual opportunity for free. Never before is it clear that freedom is sometimes a picture which is not true. I keep saying inflation is a better word. Illusion. No, it's a better word. But it makes believe in something. A mirage. A mirage. Delusion. Beautiful. There's something called addiction in our community. Our community as well as other communities. It's a very serious issue. You show an addict. Look! Look! 
It's a beautiful life. He's blind. She's blind. Alcoholics, blind. You're going to restrain me from not drinking what I want? You're going to restrain me from not taking drugs? I can say that. I can say that loud. I always quote him here. Joey Cabasso. Every kid should hear Joey Cabasso speak. Works the same. I mean, he works, but he does say. He said that for years, he felt there's nothing more exciting than going with the boys and getting high. I'm going to say something that ladies should hear. Then he went up and down. His wife was having a baby. He missed the birth. He was at the hospital. But his friends texted him, we're in the parking lot. Come, let's get high. Baby. Getting high. That's how strong the Yetzirah is. That's how strong addiction is. Paints a picture of freedom. But it's not. The biggest freedom, here we go, the bad is slavery says you're so free, is what it says in the Mishnah and Perkei Avot. Ezehu Kibor HaKovesh Ed Yitzro. Memorize this. Kovesh Ed Yitzro. Maybe you never thought of that. Why doesn't it say, it says conquer? Why doesn't it say destroys your Yitzro? You know what? There's nothing wrong with having desires for things. Meaning sometimes desires make you motivate. But control it. You be the boss. Not something else. So that's the big, big secret of chametz. And that's why, girls, chametz is so strict. Because the moment you allow this delusion, thank you for that word, to enter your mind, you know how this works, right? It pollutes the mind. It corrupts the mind. You can't even have a mashu, even a minute of nothing of chametz. That's why we're so strict. And that's why specifically on Pesach. Everybody got it? Okay, the one I say every year, I'm not going to not say it. So here we go. Please repeat this one. Let's say it. No? Volunteer. Okay. Again, what are the three most important things we say at Abadah? Pesach, Matzah, Maror. And we explain. Pesach, because we want the carbon. Pesach, Matzah, because now we know why Matzah is so important, right? And Maror, because they made our lives better. Oh, so the question is, just wiping the floor. The question is, that's not the chronological order. This is the most beautiful part. Say it in the table. The chronological order is why. What's the first thing that happened in those three? Maror is the first thing. No? They were working and it was bitter. Then came the Korban, Pesach. And then came the Matzah. So we should be saying Maror, Pesach, Matzah. The answer is so beautiful. Again, relevant, this is what turns me on, relevant to our life. Many people have their marors in life. They have their marors, whatever it is, when you study, when you pray, and sometimes, you know, it happens quicker than others. We get the redemption. So we get the Korban Matzah, and then we get the freedom of Matzah. You know what happens sometimes? We get so much Matzah that we get settled and we don't appreciate what we have. And we start complaining. But what we need to do is to remember the maror. I talk about, let's go back to marriage. How many girls and boys do I know who are dying to get married, right? 
Finally, 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 Mazalto, we get married. Five years later, uh, yeah, diet, baby's up all night. Yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you remember when you were single? Do you remember when you couldn't have a baby? Do you remember? Remember how you felt? Remember it. And that's how life is. So again, the relevancy. So you just say that. <laughs> Sorry? Well, I, 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 okay, okay. I, 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 even not that. One must remember. You know, we, we want to suffer. suffer. We have to remember what it means not to have. I tell you something. This, I, I, most of you are so young. When I grew up. <laughs> you are. You are. Okay, my age is not the way I, I behave. You just have to know that. Not equate my behavior with my age. <laughs> I grew up with many, 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 many of those who made it. Survivors. Many. I just passed seven of them. We had two survivors. They were phenomenal. You know, just seven. You know, remember what you have. You appreciate what you have. I never had this as a kid growing up, you know, high school. The Holocaust experience was so deep, was so hurtful, that they remembered it for years. For years. My father-in-law, I mean, it made my kids nuts. Always the first one to shoot. Always the first one to shoot. Because he wasn't allowed to go to shoot for about four years. I'm just saying this concept, right? He was upset. Okay, now I'm He was upset when he came to me. He was upset that there is a land house. Land house has a minute admirer every 15 minutes. So he's saying, like, you're so spoiled. Like that, you know. Really? Made a time, and you make it to the time. They make the time to you. He didn't speak to seven. You don't understand. You, you make the time for there. Whatever. Okay, okay. So that's what we do. We do best up. We do best up. Okay, guys. Have a wonderful holiday. Don't work too hard. Stay out of the kitchen. Stay out. Send your husband. Yeah. <laughs>